What's better than this? Guys being dudes. This podcast contains language and themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. Hello and welcome to the Three Busted Barstools podcast. You are joined by myself, the Sasquatch, Beric Dundarian, and the coach. Fortunately, the doctor can't be with us, it appears. The doctor has an ailment. There's a certain irony to that. How are we, gents? We all good? Good, good. I'd like to, before we kick off, just, I was looking at our kind of where our listeners are from and where they gauge in where they tune in from just a big welcome hello and thank you if you're sitting by the Sydney Opera House having lunch outside or in the back of a taxi in you know Kusadasi or um, by the the Trevi Fountain hello <laughs> um, and thank you for listening you are the worst in, so. thing to ever happen to this podcast and I stab <laughs> you I think the, I'd like to apologise yeah, I, I just wanted to say that you know <clears throat> Just fucking blowing. I know we're we're we're, Look, we're we're being heard all over the world, all over the globe. Um. So, yeah. yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Could I'd like to see those figures. Yeah. Yeah. If you could send them on, I'm gonna go. I think yeah. it's it's about <clears throat> from what I hear, it's about the same amount of figures that are gonna tune into Ireland against Germany in the women's football match. So, yeah, the association football. I'd say it's significantly more. <laughs> Do you not know? <laughs> it's okay. Anyway, it's okay to make um, an emotional call. Moving on. Moving it's okay on. to make an emotional moving call, on. but I think you should you should retract and say I've made an emotional call. There. Do you want to? Okay, look. A couple of weeks ago, I spoke about Ireland and the Ireland uh, women's national team um, and Ukraine. Obviously, the next game we're going to play is Germany, which is a must-win. I made a statement which um, I stick behind the. The, the thought and the love that was behind it but my numerical figures put on it may have been askew so I still stand by all the best I think I hope and think there will be a big crowd tuning in and um, hopefully RT have the rights to the game and uh, we'll move on yeah yeah look, we'd uh, echo those sentiments very political very political echo those sentiments political answer that well done yeah politically correct you'd be a politician Maybe. Maybe not. A real shit bag, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a real shit bag. Yeah. Wouldn't even be wouldn't even be climbing the ladder, he'd still be taking backhanders. Um taking him now. Um Yeah, Jesus an off loss happened yeah. this weekend again in the Do you reckon the dock is sick because you know it just went down to a penalty? Oh, yeah. Well, to be very text about irony in it, like yeah, yeah, uh, highly plausible. I think also the dumb losing to Kilkenny in Ireland um, might have impacted that. I know he's a huge Dublin Harlem fan. Some comeback they they went yeah, for. Yeah, they did. Yeah, but they wasn't to be. Unfortunately, the the class of Kilkenny shining through. Just mention his his supporting of Manchester United. If you're any Manchester United, you've got to be a little bit worried now. Whatever about Ollie's uh, results in the Champions League, you're in the bottom half of the table. I know I mentioned about finishing top ten, 
And now, <clears throat> excuse me, they've got another two weeks faced in the bottom ten at a minimum. So, I'm just saying. Yeah. Surely, as a Liverpool fan, you can understand doing well in the Champions League and absolutely stink in the fucking Premier League. I don't think no. we've ever stunk that low, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, El Gerard Julio failed a heart attack once to, to alleviate the pressure. Yeah. <laughs> Put Phil Thompson yeah, in charge. He's, still, he's, still he's, finished, he's finished 7 or 8, which is not cool as that. Yeah, we're still top 10. Yeah, Still top 10. Yeah, but like, let's... Like, you know, they're going to finish top 10. Don't Come back to me when they actually break into the top 10 and we'll have a chat. Anyway, um King hate Liverpool fans. <laughs> like, do you know that? Oh, yeah. oh, the one title and they're already Jesus trying to change Christ. the landscape of the sport. Yeah. Uh, it's unbelievable, isn't it? We do we, we've we've quite a few fine questions we might fly through quickly. Um they do all s- do them first, so we are reading second. We'll do them first, What's I that? think. Um okay. just without Sorry. without the doctor soon we just use them to to fill up his spot. Um, replace him you might say and uh, no temporary substitution no no it sounds like he's been replaced so. <laughs> he's just gone he's just gone for a HIA yeah he's on a HIA um, so we get to the first one this is going to the contract negotiations of this fucking podcast are very tough lately yeah Jesus yeah there's a couple of lads Who, playing seriously hard ball who's going who's going to sign my contract no one anyway even lads bad Brendo back here I have a question for the group as we're now in November approaching that at the end of the year I'd like to know who is everyone's Irish sports person of the year and why I hope he hasn't given himself that nickname no Brendo a bad Thanks, ba- Brendo. bad Brendo I think oh bad Brendo yeah, I think that's a nickname that has to be earned it, yeah. <laughs> it's a tough question to, to answer given no, his, particularly, particularly the year we've had yeah no Olympics we've no All-Ireland champion in either sport I'd say if you asked in two weeks it would be probably a unanimous Katie Taylor and no it's already it's, al- it's already Katie well, it's Taylor it's one fight this year she's had no it's, a, it's, a, it's Katie Taylor every year <laughs> that's fair yeah <laughs> like who's there's no one nearer like at her level yeah Look, <laughs> it's facts man it's facts it's just, I know I like, just think volume of work it's it's it's, it's the timing of the question yeah, and if you fucking if anyone turns around to me and gives me some fucking gay bag hurler from the back I said Tibradon, I kick up. Of course. Well, Seamus Callanan's such a good hurler. Yeah, but he's a muppet and he goes to fucking teach kids on a Monday. Katie Taylor's out there, fucking smashing bitches now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you think around like what do we actually have this year that yeah, an Irish that we've had Irish stars, never mind superstars yeah. in. You could. We had a poor Six Nations, so we ruled them out. You know, football. We've we've had nothing come from football in the last decade. Gregor won a fight in January. Set. Yeah. Out there also. But how many times has Katie fought? Twenty twenty professionally two. She won in the in the back garden. She only had one fight this year. She was next fight is what two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Well then, her stock is high. Then you know, she's, she's always high. A superstar yeah. with the highest stock. Always pretty high. Yeah. Never drops. Yeah. Never bloody yeah. drops. Yeah. I think I think that's yeah I think the three of us are going for Katie then yeah, I mean, it's always Katie I, I like you know that meme where it's some fella sitting there with a fucking cup of tea and it's like whatever the statement is and then it's like what's it prove me wrong or oh the fella at the stand yeah 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 
Doubt, doubt me now or something. No, why is it? Change so my mind. Change my mind. Yeah. Tay Taylor is the greatest sports person in Irish history ever. And always will be. Yeah, I suppose our, Change my our mind. point is just saying it's a year where you probably can't even have an argument. Like, No argument any other year. There's an argument. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, no. but it's still an Bad argument. One. Bad argument. <laughs> like if, if if you come back, if you come back and in the first week of December and ask the same question after we've played this new rugby autumn nations tournament, when we've had a couple more internationals, and Katie, please God, she doesn't touch wood, she doesn't, but if she lost the next fight. You probably have to be looking at is there someone that has stepped up for the year of 2020. There's no doubt saying Katie's the best of. The last four, or even the even you know the decade, but on the year, you, you, there might be questions in December. I wouldn't say so, Nick. No, I, w- I wouldn't think so either. But look, we might revisit that in December. Move on to the next question. But look, that's okay. That's what this thing is for. It's an open discussion. I'm worried now. Yeah, I know. I think I think she's. Don't be worried. I, I don't want to jinx her around that, but I think she's going to be fine. Um, I have no doubt she'll be fine. But yeah, look. I mean, we could have been. Here. Do I have to? Li- do I have to go through the list of achievements? Do I have to? Do I have to do no, this again? Well, this we're, in agree- we're in agreement. You're missing our point here. I'm just I'm saying the we could. I'm just, we could no, have been. <laughs> we could have been here, <laughs> and it could have been. We could have been discussing someone who's had a tremendous achievement in the Olympics that haven't gone mm. ahead. Because we always do so well in the Olympics. Well, you don't know what the Donovan, uh, the Donovan brothers could have produced this year in the Rowan. Rowan, Kelly Harrington in the boxing. Yeah, we could have had another amateur gold medal in the boxing as well. Like I'm just saying, it's the year that's in it. We kind of been robbed of maybe celebrating our sports stars. Valid point. Yes. He's getting sick there in a, in a bucket. Yeah, very not yeah. any of it. Well, like we're not we're not here saying Katie Taylor's not. Oh, no, 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 that's <laughs> fine. Let's keep going. Katie Taylor's getting a segment on this show, yeah. I think. Uh, she has done since Series 1, <laughs> and she will continue to we just ha- until the day this season. We just have a, a disagreement with our management, that's all. Um, but we'll not go there. We'll go on to the next question. I was just about to say, you brought that up. I, <laughs> I think I always bring it up, to be fair. <laughs> you do, yeah. Just It's a little it's a little big, isn't it? Like- anyway, next fan question. Hi, lads. It's John here from Dietary. Um, really enjoying the podcast lately and I just have a quick question for the coach regarding Mick McCarthy's treatment of Declan Rice and, and basically whether or not he thinks he should be put up in front of a grand jury for not bringing on Declan in that match and capping him um, thereby making him tied into Ireland football Jeez, John cheer up it's alright yeah. <laughs> yeah. what happened John from Dartry, I've never, I'm just going to say, I've never heard of a person, I don't know if either of you boys have been to Dartry, but I've never heard of a person native to Dartry that goes to an international um, football association game. Never I've no idea what Dartry is, itself. as a concept. But, uh, oh, it's a place in a Dublin 4, Dublin 6 suburb, uh, kind of squashed between Rathmines, Rathgar and Terranure. So high mortgages so and... Loads yeah, of credit depression there. by the fucking sound of things. <laughs> Johnny Boy needs to cheer up. <laughs> if he wants to ring in next week, we'll yeah. fucking sit down. I'm that, like. P- that PUP not covering the, the credit card debt, John, is it? Jeez. Yeah, anyway. You're, you're, uh, you're Volkswagen Sirocco on fucking <laughs> higher purchases and fucking bailing you out of that. Anyway, is it? God bless him. 
I think actually Beric should have a stab at this question before I do, or I muster. Um, there's a couple of things on this podcast that I don't really like discussing. Um, Jack Raylish is one. Declan Rice is another. So, uh, actually, no, no, you, you do this. Because I'll, I'll get too emotionally invested, and I have to talk here for another 40 minutes after this. So I'm not, yeah, not going to go down that road, you know? I think... Just on the fucking page. Do you know what I mean? Like, like it takes ten fucking seconds. Like he doesn't have to touch the ball. It. Do you know what I mean? Ninety-four minute. Just bring him on. Like who fucking cares? Like, like England are taking this approach now of where they're just fucking. Oh, what age you? Fourteen. Go on. Out you get. Go out there and fucking (laughs) just stand there. Just wear a jersey. What's the worst thing that can happen? Do you know what I'm saying? See, like, you, if we, I have a different look at this than you do because what do you mean you have a different look? If we like, what's the question? <laughs> but did, did he want to play for Ireland? Do you, do you want someone second. playing that doesn't want to play for Ireland? We have a fucking load of people who don't want to play for Ireland. I wouldn't want to play for Ireland. We're fucking stinking. And what's the worst thing that could have happened? Right? He could have came on, right? And let's say worst case scenario, he's he's actually not a good footballer. Okay, that's fine, right? So he's capped to Ireland, but he's not a very good footballer. Like the fucking other. However many players we have that can't kick a ball. Do you know what I mean? Like, him and Grealish. I don't know. Now I've brought both of them up, right? And it's upset me. Now I'm bothered, right? But I'm just saying, bring them on and let them fucking play. Who ca- like, oh, like, oh, you don't want to play for Ireland, do you not? That's cool. We were good enough for you when you were fucking 21 and you were rocking around there like fucking prick. Underage. The- he should have brought him on. So yeah, um, uh, look, I don't, I don't like. I know we've had them over the years, but I think with Stephen being in the seat now, we don't want players that. And I know the question is of Mick, but we don't want players that don't want to play for the country. We've got players in the country that give them opportunities. And now, had we have given them the cap, and now the rules change that you can play three senior internationals, he still could have moved back to England. I think though, it's something where. We lack the killing edge, doing like not the killing edge, whatever. But you look at when they discussed this was going to AGM that players mm-hmm. can renege on their international straight away. Jack Grealish, oh geez, you did a great season, yeah. Come on, we we'll get you into the English squad. Other FAs have a killer instinct with it. They don't care if you're never going to play. We'll cap you, so you can't play for someone else. Yeah, and, and, and you're, what you're saying is right. Like, is 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 Rice gonna play for England at the next Euros or World Cup? Probably not. You look at the likes of Henderson ahead of him. Even Grealish is probably ahead of him at this stage. You know? Different players, really, aren't mm. they, though? Like yeah, Rice, plays, Rice, Rice kind of plays that whole... Field. He can play centre-half as well. Like, is, he, is he good enough to play for England? To start for England? I can't believe we're having a conversation about a player... I know, it's absolutely devastating. Oh my God. Um, I know why John was... Is he, is he good enough to play... Look, is, is he... Is yeah. he would John had a lot in his mind, but he sounds name. Um, would he would he be in your top three players in the midfield for Ireland? Yeah, yeah, he would. He'd be our best player. Like, he, like when you think about it, he'd he'd genuinely be our best player. Yeah. And you know the worst thing is beside that. Then, if we had to say Cap Green as well, they'd be. So our do you two think best we're doing players. right now by playing Malumbi? Because he's, I know Malumbi can't move, so it's a, it's a bad example. But like, you're basically what you're saying is, if you're good enough, you're old enough. If there's someone there that's 18 playing for the 21s, just put them in the senior team. I, yeah, I've, I I think so. Because three caps now is meant to be, isn't it? Well, three caps, yeah. But like that. Was, sorry, I was actually going to go back to what you said there. It's like with what's it? The new rule is if you have, you can mm. 
you have to have tree if you don't have tree is it yeah. Like so say yeah. say he had of played him that night whatever like he'd 100% like 100% have played two more games after that Easily, yeah. do you know what I mean because that's when he started breaking into the West Ham team and he, he was now having said that he's not he's kind of plateaued a little bit um, Rice but at the same time like his plateau is it's, no, kind of, kind of it's considerably better than our international level standard like, do you know what I mean and, I, and another thing with, with him as well it, I think he'd free up like say if you were playing if if he did play it, we'd be able to get rid of Glenn Whelan from centre mid which would be fucking delightful um, and it would free up Jeff yeah. to go, go forward a little bit more go play if you didn't notice yeah, yeah. Go play yeah like I, it's one thing I'll never understand the Ireland's help that like um, like Jeff was playing week in week out for Burnley like scoring goals and like be, like he's mainstay in the team really when he like every week he's kind of one of the first names on the team sheet like and then Newcastle as well came in bottom starts for Newcastle and everything yeah he plays for Ireland and he's just he's just not there like do you know what I mean he's just limited like the man he's fucking playing different roles the man has inquiries from AC Milan and you're going to play him out of position like it's it's bizarre I think think, so we're in agreement that Royce probably should have been capped but what would we have been saying now had he been capped I wonder I know we're never going to find out, but it'd be interesting to know. Would stuff have come out being, you know, I wanted to play for England, I wasn't good enough for England, or like we, the things we forget is agents and managers and the club owners have a lot of say in players like that because Rice is now worth forty million. Whether he's playing for Ireland, he's probably worth about eighteen. That's not in my pocket, like. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not your pocket either. Like Tony Cascarino fucking didn't want to play for Ireland really either, did he? Yeah, that's like, that's because he has no affiliation to Ireland whatsoever. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just let him play. Yeah, like. Let's just make up a granny I mean? from Mum. Yeah. So why don't we like? Yeah. We need to get more in on this. Like now we we we're very partial to it to an old secret granny. Like, but are you telling me, like here's another example, right? Are you telling me that like remember Stephen Ireland didn't want to play for Ireland for what? Like if he had a turned around and went, oh actually. Oh, I want to play now. That we would go. No, no. There's that time he didn't want to play. Get, get, yeah. get the fuck. Like we're, like you know what Irish fans are like for football. Like we'll, we'll cheer, we'll cheer lads in fucking the park kicking the ball around. Like you know what I mean. If there's somebody who can come in and, we did it with Roy Keane, didn't we? We did it with Roy Keane. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Like, Roy Keane literally went, lads. This major one. I'm fucking off here. Like I'm gone. I'm like. Afterwards, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, but he, he might have been right, was he? Come back, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, and it's... and that divided a nation, like that literally mm-hmm. divided a nation. And we spent the summer watching that poor fucking dog get marched up and down <laughs> on our team on the six one, yeah. and we just said, all right, go on. You can coach us now as well, like. Um, but one thing. Thanks, though, John. What's the uh, common denominator there? Mick the dog McCarthy guys ah. Mick McCarthy hopefully, hopefully he gets on up well Nick see mm. you so. I, I, I don't think about him from one end of the day to the other to be honest with you unless it's this topic so yeah. I, you know we move on look I think I think we're all resounding yeses yeah. then we would have yeah. capped him cap him mm. and it, it goes back to that thing you keep bringing up by ja- uh, James and Gibson Park cap him um, he's yeah. 28 you get four years out of him Captain, look, I've 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 more thoughts on Irish rugby, but they they'll wait till either late in the show or next week. Yeah. One, maybe a week. Thanks, I'm not thanks, on John. If thanks, John. <laughs> One final question, um, and then we'll we kick it into to the coach for his good, bad, and the ugly. 
Hey lads, Brendan here from Boher Nabrina, aka Bad Brendan. Big fan of the podcast. This is the same fucking bloke. I have a question here for the Sask Rugby League question. Come from a family of big fans of Rugby League. Used to go over to the Helens Wigan Derby on a regular basis for Good Friday. So Sask, I was wondering, who would be your top three Super League players of all time and in what order? Thank you. Now, Brendan. Jesus. Brendan should have ended about two weeks ago. He would have won himself a 60 quid voucher. Oh, he would have won 120. He would have topped it up. No, um, to be fair to, to, to bad Breno as he titles himself, I'm actually not a huge Super League fan. I just think he's a far better standard in the NRL. But we're not going to not. He had a fucking listen to the podcast. He'd know that, but sure, look. We're not going to not answer his question. So, um, Breno. My top three would probably be Garrett Ellis, Hull FC legend, um, Leslie Vinicolo, Bradford Bulls, because he changed. He he was so exciting to watch. And then for number one, it's it's very hard to look beyond Kevin Sinfield. Like he's seven Super League titles, over five hundred appearances, incredible eyebrow as well. Um, I'd have to go with Kevin Sinfield as my best player. Um. Sass, just out of interest, because I wouldn't know, but what type of income does a rugby league player... Because I remember being on holidays in Cava circa 2012, and was a, a shed load of rugby league players from Leeds, from Leeds, and, and drinking pints of it. And uh, what, what type of income are you having instead of these, you know, budget holidays? I'll tell you something. Um, I've done a piece later on on salary caps, so <coughs> save that for later on. Um, it's a nice little segue. Um, but yeah... As Beric stares at the wall. <laughs> we might have the tip off early today. <laughs> change the no, order. Let's change I'm the messed. order. I go first. <laughs> Breno, thanks very much. Great it's, questions. Yeah, no, no, it's always good to, to get questions in, and I hope we answer them for you. Um, yeah. Um, and John, if you do need help to chat, mate, give us give us a buzz. We're, we're always here. One last thing, because I'm not, no one's been sure from the question. If Brendan is a Wigan or a St. Helens fan, in the event he is a Wigan fan, you've got yourself a fantastic player in John Bateman. Even when we say the Canberra Raiders, he's going to do, do exceptional for this season. Um, moving on. Moving on. I think it's time for our first Claxton. Even Claxton. <laughs> oh, <laughs> tremendous. <laughs> our first Eric Claxton. Look, I've got, I've, yeah, I've got interesting ones for you tonight, fellas. I really do. Um, yeah, so this week's good, bad and ugly. The good story of the week, um, probably, the doctor's probably missing out on this one, I think you would have enjoyed it, but the good story this week, this day, 1884, the GAA established um, themselves in Thurles. Um, Michael Cusack, for, for those of you who are big GAA fans will know that um, he kicked off the GAA. Um, so I want to know, from you boys on the panel tonight, what would you think Michael thinks of the GAA now? I'd say he hates football because <laughs> I'm I've severely fallen out of love with football over the last number of years. I just think this whole possession based game it's like I don't know, did anyone watch the Calvin Manning game on Saturday? It was actually a good game. Mm. Went to extra time. Um But I mean you're looking at like eight minutes of play without a without a score, like it's just And they brought in this mark rule which further strengthens a possession-based game 
it's slowing down the pace and stuff. I, I generally think either, and I know it's Robin from basketball, but either a shot clock or even once you leave your half, you can't go back in. Because this whole running around passing, it's it's it's, it's just puke like. Um, Harlan, you don't need to f- fix that with Harlan. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, some games this weekend as well. Even like the Limerick um, tip game was just on. Like that weather and Limerick scored one seventeen in the first half. In class, like. Ross Cook, yeah, you think, think I've ever just said? Yeah, look, I think I have to agree with you. Hurling is, is a beautiful sport. Football, I could take it or leave it, to be honest, at the moment. But um, I just, the only thing I think that he might turn over in his grave at is just the the black card, the yellow card, the red card, and the, all the changing of the rules. The lads hanging out with each other. That didn't happen. Even 10 years ago, Ray Cosgrove's years, didn't happen. Lads were free scoring, hitting each other and running on. There was no hanging out with each other. Do you know? Like, it's just... Oh, it makes me. Yeah, sick. I just think for you. Are you talking about just like the actual like? You're talking about just the football. match, like like is in yeah. actual gameplay. But it's like surely, yeah, but surely he'd be happy enough with the actual state of the GAA, though. Yeah, and like how far. Yeah, but it's I don't think you, I don't think it was ever. That's another thing that bothered me. Professional fans come up to me, not my fans. No, they fans don't. <laughs> um, no one knows who you are. Give out about, <laughs> no one knows who you are. Uh, like, you know, Dublin. I I say Dublin are basically professional sports people. I think he's gone. Oh no! <laughs> um, he's got, I think what he's gonna say, it, like, what the point is, he was trying to get at there is is about Dublin being professional, and that's back to what we were saying last week. They're not really professional when you have to go in and fucking teach twenty school kids on a Monday morning. It's, you know it's, what I mean? Like, I do. I think they're as professional though as an amateur athlete can be, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. No, I know what you're trying to say, but at the same time. If you're not professional, you're amateur. Yeah, no, no and I'm not. Uh, like, like, I'm not arguing that they're not. I'm just kind of saying, from Michael Cusack's point of view, I don't think he would have ever imagined that. How how far it's come? Yeah, like, and like, but I think that that would be, he'd enjoy that. Mm, that though, no? Yeah, absolutely. That would be something he'd be quite proud of, as opposed to um, to think that there's away, no? GA clubs all over the world. Um, yeah, in the Middle East, in New York, like Australia, um, and even th- I tell you one thing, he would probably be turning his grave at fucking London GA. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bloody joking me. Yeah. Be yeah. pulling out the balaclava. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know he would. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, like I mean, and then like just the, the fact of like it's in and it's, this is gonna. You're gonna get a, a laugh out of this, but the fact that it's in every parish in the country, mm. like a game, a sport could spread almost infectiously through society and stuff. It's huge. Yeah. From like, um, I think he might be rejoining <laughs> us, um, possibly. But like, it, like it's probably more of a Jesus in the net. Um, Sorry, lads, I, I clocked out there. Yeah, Jesus. Why did I lose you? I was talking about dropping out in your own segment is fairly. Yeah, I hope you kept that timer running as well. You're not getting extra time for that. I'm actually, I'm actually on four yeah. minutes. Shall I move on to the next topic? Did yeah, you, you better. Uh, <laughs> good? Yeah. Grand. So, the bad story this week, lads uh, the Arizona Coyotes um, had drafted Mitchell Miller. Um, and you're gone again. 
No one out. Who's gone? No one's gone. You don't. <laughs> what is he? Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Anyway, look. So okay. Mitchell Miller. Look, I think it's yeah. Basically, I, what sport is that? Sorry. Arizona Coyotes is a baseball. Is it? To say ice hockey, I'm not 100 sure, but. I think the story's going to get There's hardly ice hockey in Arizona, is there? Which is the Tampa Bay Lightning are the NHL champions. There's not much ice hockey played in Florida. Do you know? Um, I think, well, whatever sport it is, I do, I think, basically, the the player that they had drafted, it had come out that he was involved in a bullying scandal in high school, and they've waived his rights. They don't want to sign him. I'd say he was probably going to bring up um, whether or not he should have. It, been, sh- it should go back that, that far. That should have happened. Um, well, I suppose that's your question, really, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's probably a good question as any. Jesus, that's a stress, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what so was was the question? Was that you, or... <laughs> no, no, we're still rolling. This we don't. Yeah, that. was the question? What uh, Wi-Fi provider should I offer? <laughs> Avoid, avoid for the rest of my life. Everything else is perfect, so it's a bit odd. But anyway, sorry, the bad story was the Arizona Coyotes cut ties their first round pick, Mitchell Miller, this week, uh, 18 years of age, due to his bullying bullying in high school. Um, So what I want to know is how far do we go back in in someone's career or life that it it affects their future? That was actually a cracking joke. You said that. That was nearly worth it. Where is the Coyotes? Are they... NHL or Arizona? No, what a oh, sorry, hockey, hockey, hockey. Effectively, what, what Mitchell is accused of doing basically is bullying classmates at the age of fourteen, um, who were black classmates with learning difficulties. One in particular, who he is alleged to have got to drink from a urinal because he wanted to be his friend, um, and the classmate in question then had to go and be tested for um, a range of different. You know, that's uh, that's excessive. Um, yeah, it's poor taste. I then. I wouldn't yeah. want to be associated with anyone, regardless of age, that's involved in that behavior because that's disgusting. Like, yeah, it's not good. But uh, I I wasn't fully aware. I just kind of seen the headline and kind of one of the notifications for Bleacher Report. I think. Um, mm. Yeah, so that's alleged what took place. So what I want to know is how far do we go back? Because because obviously you look at the draft every year for each American sport. This it could go like. <laughs> There's so many students and young mm. young men and women that are picked by different franchises and organizations. Like, how far do you go back? And not even in that, but even in, in you know, closer to home with rugby, with football, with, you know, things yeah. happen with different clubs. Um, what, what do you think? The, the, I'm going to try out one. Like, it's it's nearly not, um, it's probably not the best argument to that kind of thing. Um, if, if it's something like that, like, yeah, clear him off like you, you probably don't need that um, I thought it was going to be something like kind of light like he was like he was slagging a few of the boys at school like, like, do, you know, yeah. do you know what I mean yeah like so that that took a dark turn out for me um, but anyway sorry um, there used to be a bloke that played for Baylor University I had said Sean it to Oakman. you before your man Sean Oakman yeah. he um, he was a the defensive lineman but he was like you'll see memes of him all over Huge. like the internet like he is just a giant like a freaking nature but he was a serious footballer and he ended up getting he he went to he was in penn state first and he 
was expelled for Penn State for taking a sandwich, like a roll, out of the canteen without paying. Because he thought that that's... I, I don't know what the story was. Anyway, he was expelled for that. Got picked up by Baylor and was going... He was first round NFL, like probably one of the top 10 picks, depending mm-hmm. on whatever team needed a fucking defensive line. And there was a rape scandal. I think a few of his mates were in. Um, he ended up getting dragged into it, whatever. Um, no one touched him in the draft, as you can imagine. Like, like you said, who fucking wants to be associated with that kind of thing? But it came out five years later that he didn't do it, and he was innocent. It's also up in court. Um, no, it's, it, it's out of court. Any chance no, is that the one that does Netflix? He's that's Brian Banks. He's actually suing for defamation and loss of potential yeah, earnings. Sorry, so it's, sorry, it's yeah, going yeah. back no, into court. It's Brian Banks yeah, is the thing on a, Netflix. No, there was one on Netflix called something the dice roll the dice or something like that about four or five uh, football players in either high school or college. It sounds quite similar that there was a group. And, and let's that sort let's of stuff. be real. It's it's not. It's probably not the first time it's happened, and no, it's no. definitely not going to be the last time it happened. But if you play for Ulster, but um, <sighs> oh, so, poor but just just on on that really quickly, Mitchell. At, at, at 70, so a year ago, or maybe even two years ago, sent 31 apology letters to all the NHL sides in the US and Canada. Does that make any effect? Does that change what you're thinking right now? I suppose, it's, that's it's, what, does it change what you're thinking? It's very easy to be a good human being when there's a lot of money on the line. Um, the decision, well, what he did at 14, I, uh, you'd need to nearly have him psychologically evaluated. You'd need to see... Is this a behavioural trait? Like, just because... Like, I know we've all done stupid shit at 14, but I've never gone to that. Like, that's, like... That's kind of the stuff you see in, in a serial killer documentary that they did in school, and how do we not see the warning signs? Yeah, yeah but come here, though, right? The, the other thing that I'll... Not to defend this bloke, because I don't... That's... That's kind of... Turn me guts a bit now, that kind of stuff. Like, But you, you know the way it is in America. I know it's not the same... Because he was in high school, high school, mm, he said, mm, where this happened. Yeah. Um, but like you know, in colleges and all those fucking fraternities, like they make people do horrendous that things. Whole and then and after that, yeah. yeah, like hazing and like yeah, fucking. I mean, like I'm fairly sure when you're a freshman going on to college teams, there's horrendous things that you hear about. I'd say that is just never said. Just because this particular incident has come out. It's 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 kind of a hard one to judge him on, but at the same time, it has come out, and like you don't really hear it about anyone else. Like, like riddle me this: Would you give a fuck if not give a fuck? Give a fuck is probably the wrong word. Are you telling me that the first seed, whoever gets first draft pick next year, uh, this comes out about Trevor Lawrence that they're not going to take him? Well, do you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's 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 a like it's up in the air. Like my, like when you think about it. Right, no. Trevor Lawrence made some fella drink out of urine when he was fourteen. Yeah, well, I don't. Know. I just think that whole act is jeez, it's fucking horrific if it's true. Like, so, yeah, it is horrendous. But like, well, Trevor Lawrence, say the Eagles take Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is is playing for Clemson again next year. He's not going to the Jets. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Look, it's 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 a strange one, like. Um, it's one of the end though having said that even if it did draft the fucker he, he's one of those ones I'd be looking at when I'd be going here yeah <laughs> won't we leave me fucking dog around you mate yeah. <laughs> wouldn't know what it'd be at. sorry fellas my time's actually up but I do have a great last point I don't know what you just want to do 
I actually know what it is and I'm not going to let you bring it up. I want an opinion. Yeah, we'll discuss it off air, but I'm not discussing that on the podcast. Um, so the ugly story of the week. Um, look, we all... we Look, you d- look. put it this way. Was that not the ugly so, story? That's horrendous. That Sask, was really ugly story. Do you like competitive sports? Mm, I do, yeah. Beric? Uh, yeah. yeah okay. So I think for the future of football, football is football world is better if Rangers win the league this year. Thoughts? <laughs> sixty seconds. We got sixty seconds. It's probably our time up there, really, isn't it? Like, I think. To be honest with you, I don't know why the asphyxiation is on on Rangers. Like, I think the football league would be better if Aberdeen and Hearts had a chance at winning the league. The, the football league would be better if Hibernian, if. St. Johnston had a chance. I don't know what the fixation is on, on having Rangers back. Um, like, they they cheated. They paid the price. I know the quality of the SPL dropped when they got relegated, but you've got a query. There needs to be more done in, in Scotland to to raise the standard of the other clubs. Yeah, like Inverness, Caledonia, and Thistle need to really be mm. brought up, in my opinion. St. Johnston home paint. Yeah. Yeah, no, look, I agree. I think... Uh, the other teams, yeah, that is the thing. But so I suppose if you rephrase the point that it would be better if Celtic do not win the league this year. Like Celtic are in big trouble. Lennon is in big trouble. If he doesn't, he they're luckily they didn't have a game this weekend. Would you not? Would you not like to see Celtic win to get the record of ten in a row? I don't know if Just you can punish season. a team for for being good though. Like this is the whole Dublin yeah. thing all over again. Like, you know, but would you not like to see them. someone? Would you like to see someone win? 10, 10 SBLs in a row like is that not an incredible achievement that you'll never see again in your lifetime probably until, yeah. they, until they win 20 in a row of course <laughs> yeah but for, you know that's how every other fan in the world like or in the league will probably prefer not to see it yeah, but everyone outside of Dublin didn't want to see Dublin 5 in a row do you know what I mean like that's so does it make it more interesting mm, for everyone else no that's factually not correct because you're forgetting who Dublin beat for five minutes. Yeah, whatever. Like you know what I'm saying. The point is still the same. If it had been somebody else, then yeah, because it might have been like a rags to rich story or like a, a feel good story, but no one's. Like, it's, not, it's, not, it's not. It's not. It's not. the point. It's like no. Mayo were probably the 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 least enjoyed county. I'd say in Mead. In Mead. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, the unofficial fifth province. Don't you forget? <laughs> Good old Republicans bringing it back to, bringing it back to. Yeah. I just don't uh, like teams being punished for being good. That's one thing. In, yeah. in in every sport, it's it's just something that really irritates me. I hate people who have to like. That's. Do you not think that's um, going back to like? Fucking giving kids medals for finishing last, like participation. Do you know what I mean? Participation. Jobs like, like hard enough. So I think. Having anyway, said that, I've gone completely off Scottish football anyway, so I don't give a fuck who wins. Being yeah. brutally honest, like yeah, there was a huge interest when the standard was almost comparable. Some neck cutting across yeah. you. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> on that on that note, um. You've probably listened to the most edited half of the three busted barstools, or the busted barstools now as we've rebranded. Um, 
So we'll take a break and we'll return after a quick word from our sponsors. Hi everyone, it's the Sasquatch here from the Tree Busted Barstools podcast. This episode and all episodes in season two are produced in partnership with the Square Ball. The Square Ball is located just off Marion Square. It has dozens of screens showing televised sport and award-winning barbecue, making it the perfect spot in Dublin to catch the game. For more information or to book in, please visit the-square-ball.com. Thanks. Hello and welcome back uh, to the second half of season two, episode eight um, of the Busted Barstools podcast. It's an episode yeah, eight. We're down yeah. into the final quarter, final third. Suppose, so it's going to take a fucking half yeah. a season. I hate it. <laughs> it does fly in, doesn't it? <laughs> Just back for the episode. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Like I heard we were getting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I suppose my segment uh, is all about salary caps, and if 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 they're beneficial in sport, I suppose the where it's come from, kind of logically for myself, is we've kind of seen this kind of paragraph move um, with this project big, this new pay per view option that uh, Premier League has lobbied and it's launched, and it's not really a huge success. And then you also have this European Super League. So if you want to start the clock, I'll, I'll break it down. I'm going to go around the sporting... Oh, yeah, absolutely, Sass. You fired away. 3, 2, 1, off you go, mate. Off we go. Okay, so I suppose one of the things that's always lobbied when you, when you mention a salary cap is people always go, well, this is football, we're not American. Or it's, it's too late. So I suppose the American thing, I guess, because... Your NFL, your NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, they all have salary caps, but they actually all kind of work differently. Um, But, I mean, Rugby Union, Rugby League would both operate on a salary cap structure. To kind of break it down a little bit, um, I actually ran the numbers and ran through um, your major leagues, your major sports that operate salary caps and kind of find out which is the better paid. And um, It's quite interesting, um, put it that way. Um, so I'll start off with the American ones because that's the ones people most associate. So your NFL, the salary cap is 170 million. And while it's not evenly distributed by any, any means, it's a 55-man roster, which makes it an average salary of 3.6 million per player per year. Um, the NBA, it's worth bearing this in mind, operates a soft cap system similar to Major League Baseball which means they do have a salary cap of 93.6 million if you go over that you enter into this thing called the luxury tax where for every dollar you're over they charge a dollar to your payroll and there is obviously two exceptions there's a few exceptions to that rule two of them would be the Derek Rose rule any chance to get Derek into the segment and so basically if, if a player wins MVP or defensive player of the year or I think six man of the year in the rookie contract, you can go above the salary cap to tie him in to the franchise. And then the other one is the Larry Bird rule. Um, so basically, if you have a superstar on your in your roster, you can you can break the salary cap to tie him in. But anyone else, if you go above the salary cap, you're charged a luxury tax. So basically, it's a dollar on the dollar um, on your payroll, so, and in addition to actually paying the player. The Major League Baseball operates. 
um, a similar tact. And that's quite an interesting one because they didn't have a salary cap until 2002. Um, so it's interesting when you compare it for association football. They, basically, the NBA is now 3.6, 17-man roster. That's 5.5 million. Major League Baseball is 178 um, million, 28-man roster. So that's 6.3 million. And NHL is a 20-man roster at 69.9 million. So that works out at 3.4 million per player. So the NFL is statistically the worst paid American sport, believe it or not. Um, then I kind of started to have a look around at Rugby Union. And Rugby Union is actually very interesting because you have different salary caps per league. And this is if you're looking at introducing a salary cap structure into association football, you have to be very careful because the premiership, the salary cap was higher, say, versus the Bundesliga. You'd kill it. You could actually kill the Bundesliga because players get paid an awful lot more. Um, English Premiership is 5.5 million. Super Rugby is 3.54 million. And the Pro 14 is where it gets really interesting because Wales, Scotland and Ireland, the clubs in those different jurisdictions, all have separate salary caps. So in Scotland it's 4.64 million. In Wales it's 5.53 million. And in Ireland it's 7.29 million. And then obviously as well in France, you've eleven point zero five million. So the best that's why all the best players go to France. Um having worked it out a few interesting things. Um if you're a domestic player in New Zealand, chances are you're getting you're not getting as well paid as a super league player over in the north of England. Um But I suppose the reason why I brought it in is obviously seen when the Bundesliga came back um, Fritz Keller I think is his name Fritz Keller yeah the president of the DFB wanted to reintroduce uh, wanted to introduce a salary cap into German football um, and I was wondering what would your thoughts be on potentially maybe introducing it into association football into the EPL has it pros cons benefits is it a case that it's this is football and we've never had a salary cap I think it's too late. I think, I think it's too late. <clears throat> I think the only way it'd work in the UK you now after after this pandemic and, and also after Brexit is in the lower leagues, your League Two, your League One, I'm not sure the championship probably too much money involved, but it'd probably have to go similar to the MLS and you would need complete takeover from someone like Adidas or Umbro or so every team in the league is wearing the same, you know, kit. Um and all that sort of stuff because it probably gets very messy so everyone every team is guaranteed the same amount of money from say adidas so say it's 10 million per team and that's then i think that's the only way it's gonna work yeah um like i suppose the reason why i mentioned major league baseball is they said this at the time and mm -hmm. um, they introduced it in 2002 and they, they went for the soft cap the soft cap option the nba has um, so basically there there is a, a salary cap and if you go above it you charge a dollar and a dollar um, and the reason was like the Yankees the LA Dodgers your big city markets would always attract the best players um, but I did a little digging around and in the 10 years 1992-2002 you only had 9 champions because it was a strike season in 94 but the Yankees won it 4 times and Toronto won it twice. So that meant you had three other winners. In the 
10 years that followed the introduction of the salary cap. So 2002-2012. Boston is the only team to repeat. Or not repeat, but win it twice. So the idea of a salary cap is it does make it a far more even playing field. Like I, I do think if, if a salary cap existed in the Premier League, you'd be looking at Everton over the early part of the season and you wouldn't you wouldn't feel mental to say I think they could win it yeah do you know I, do you not think it, it might actually affect other leagues more like say even the likes of Spain I've seen it I don't know if you've seen during the week they show the payroll of Barca and like I think Griezmann's on 800 grand a, a week like yeah um, do you know what I mean like and and Seeing as Barca and Madrid kind of have a monopoly over the fucking Spanish league anyway. Absolutely. And like Munich have this. It, it could impact there a little bit more. And yeah, sorry, but Munich and the, yeah. in the German league. Right, actually, and, what you're saying is right. It's a little bit different there actually as well because it's probably easier, more easily done in Spain because of La Liga owning the contracts. I'm right in saying they own the contract every player mm. in La Liga. So yeah. it probably I would be so, yeah. easier implemented in somewhere like that rather than England. I just... So much, there's so much of a difference in the U- in in Premier League in the EPL. I think, and that's what I'm top, saying. Like, yeah. if you were to introduce it, it mm-hmm. has to be a standard salary cap across all of Europe's major leagues. Because if if they brought it in in France, they brought it in, in Germany, they brought it in, in England, but didn't bring it in in Spain. Well, then those clubs are all open to Arab money takeover. And they can play the players what they want, but then is that not what's happening in European rugby? Then that's what's happening. Like that's that's why I brought up the 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 numbers, and that's why there's so few um, Southern Hemisphere-based players still in the Super Rugby competition. Because I mean, if you're say playing for the Auckland Blues, average salary there is sixty-one thousand five hundred sixty-five euros. I convert all these to euros. Mm. Whereas if you go to France, it's a hundred and ninety-two thousand one hundred and seventy-three euro, and so like that's yeah three times. So is that where they kind of counteract it by saying you've got to play in our country to play for the international team? Yeah, that's why. Okay, that's why, which is crazy. Um, Do you think that'll change now after this pandemic? Because I know the RFU and I don't know if you'd call it money problems, but is it, are we now open enough for the chance of the likes of I don't know Connor Murray or Robbie Henshaw, whoever they go and play abroad and still play for Ireland, I think that's going to happen now. Yeah, it's it's see that the Irish one is an interesting one because, and the reason why the Irish sides are the best paid in the Pro 14 is because all our contracts are centrally funded, so yeah. they're all paid by their few. And a lot of countries would like favour the Irish system, but just can't get it to pass. Like, there's always a a tug of war between the English rugby clubs and the RFU over there. Because they're actually owned by the clubs themselves, so it's interesting. But I like, I just the way I see football going. It probably like it's it's probably for the best, mm. really, isn't mm, it? Absolutely. Like, to, to to bring it in, but um, I think like coach just said there, it probably is too late to implement, isn't it? Yeah. Like, are you telling me that like the footballers that are there now aren't going to fucking just go? All oh, right, it's a salary cap, lads. I, I best. Take a massive pay cut. I just don't think it's. I just don't think it's. Yeah, the players are talking to suit, and the players are just going to go. Mm, okay, I'm going to the guitar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, to the Chinese Super League yeah. or Harvard, are they? Yeah, yeah they're going to play for Jim McGinnis. 
you're nearly you're nearly diluting the Premier League in particular. You're nearly diluting the product in the sense that like you will have lads just go. I, I don't know if you dilute. I know what you're saying, but I think you strengthen all the sides, so you actually increase the quality of the competition and the quality of the product. Is how I would see it. So yeah, this crack at Chelsea buying twelve players and putting them all off on loan. Yeah, but no one, not no one, but a lot of people don't want to see. Like, there's certain players that people want to see. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's there's fans that like I know people that go to match like, that support players, yeah. like the not, NBA, not clubs. Yeah. Like, exactly like the NBA. And I'll hold my hands up as I am one of them people who does it in the NBA. Like, no, having said that, it's probably a bad argument because the NBA does have a salary cap. Yeah, but. I'm not the person that's going to fucking like if I was a Cleveland fan when LeBron left like there's a point here I'm trying to make now and I can't think what it is it's it's like people going to the games say you know that kind of way it's like say if you were a Cleveland fan and you used to go to the games because you loved LeBron and LeBron left and went to Miami and then you'd be like I was fucking I'm not going to the games yeah. yeah no and I you know that kind of way I do get it I just think I just love in salary caps that you see teams rise and fall and come back again whereas you don't have this dominance yeah. of like I know it's not so bad anymore but when United and Arsenal used to dominate more so United um, Chelsea when Abramovich came in Abram- yeah when he came in though like, but I mean I'm talking 90s to early 90s like sure City now though yeah same <laughs> boom, 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 boom. That's an irritating noise. Yeah, the only going to make it back to season three anyway. Yeah. Maybe uh, even it. Much like Couch, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> uh, oh, God. I do, I do love him yeah. dearly, though. It's, no it's comment. Just it's to playful all, banter. Just to all the people who are, uh, all the people who are going to be writing in being like, that, that fucking fella bully. <laughs> I've never made him drink from a urinal yeah, anyway, yeah, so probably. we're all, all going. Um, yeah, well, I suppose... It's that time of the week. It's time for Barracks Rough and Tumble. <laughs> it really needs a music, doesn't it? It really needs a boom. Yeah, yeah, it needs, yeah. I think it needs its sole sponsor. I think it needs to be Barracks Rough and Tumble. Yeah, look, gonna, brought to you by... We're going to have some... Uh, Gatorade. Some <laughs> Home state insurance. By Proper 12. Yeah. We'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll find something for next yeah. season, I suppose. Maybe. We'll see. Um... A busy weekend. Um, I suppose you're gonna have to pop me on the L ten minutes there. I don't know if I have ten. I, I always say I don't have if I have ten Three, minutes. Two, and I never get past me. Go, but I never get past me first point. <laughs> oh lads, don't know if I have ten minutes in me and don't get past point number one. <laughs> it'll and be the one episode we don't about any the one episode we don't start the the clacks and then we'll be here at half twelve going. Okay, is that yeah. the time? We get it. Katie's good. <laughs> Look, there's twenty seconds um, gone. So. Yeah, cook. <laughs> couple of uh, couple of big big fights this weekend. Um I'm gonna go with, with MMA first just because a bit biased towards the MMA, I prefer the MMA to the boxing, but look we'll, we'll keep rocking. Um quite a, quite a sad L uh, L weekend. Bit of, bit of nostalgia hitting everyone. Anderson Silva retired last night. Well it actually we we don't know yeah. if he retired. It was it was meant to be his last fight. And he basically just 
came out, lost the fight. He, he was knocked out. Now he he actually looked okay. Fourth round, was it? Um, fourth round, yeah. Now he got dropped in the third round at the very end. And if there had been probably twenty more seconds left in the round, he'd have been finished. Um, Dana White did then come out and say he shouldn't have let him fight because how bad he looked. I thought he looked okay, but whatever. Um, so basically. They kind of had an. It was a bit of a an emotional scene in the cage. Like they were fucking down crying and whatever. So he basically came out of the cage and was being interviewed and said, "Oh yeah, look, this was my last um my last fight. Like be happy to um or just wanted to put on a show or something for all the from my UFC fans." Um and then the next question basically said, "Oh well, I have to go home first. Like I I don't know if this is my last fight." Yeah. Which, you know, I suppose I'm going to put a, a question out to, out to you guys this week. Just, you know, change it up a little bit. Do you think that people should be told to retire? Or do you think retirement should always think, be of the person's you know, own I want to say something here. We had this before in season one, I think. Remember we were hmm. on about maybe Chuck Liddell? Um, oh, play, people, yes. Like, sorry. for their own safety. Because, like, Anderson Silva and many of the... the the UFC fighters, they're they're absolute warriors. Like they're they're just a different breed. Mm. So, yeah, he's gonna keep coming back. <laughs> like, yeah. um, now I did see McGregor had put something up on Twitter after the fight. I was like, um, that basically what you kind of just said there that like he is a warrior, like, and he is good. like some people just. That's what they love to do. Like they, it's not about the money for Anderson Silva anymore. But what McGregor basically said was, um, he can continue if found the right opponents. Do you know that kind of way? So that's kind of where you go into like, do you do an over forties league if you if you will? You know that kind yeah, of way. Like, but just when you asked that, I was thinking. The problem is if if you say to him or if he finishes and and say he finishes his contract with the UFC, the problem I think there, particularly with that with MMA, is those individuals, particularly the ones that are maybe stuck for a little bit of cash. And I'm not saying Anderson Silva is, but others, is that they'll go and find a lesser brand to fight under, which doesn't have as much security yeah. um, health wise and things like that. And that's where your your mm. issue lies. And I think you will know yourself. It, it won't blow to the head and. It's a game changer, you know. And at forty-five, yeah. everyone can say he's you know one of the best ever and all that sort of stuff. But like his reaction times and speeds are getting slower, you know. Mm. Peripheral vision's probably going a little. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I think just, there, there needs to be some sort of way. To, I don't know who do you ask though. Who goes? Yeah, you're not fighting again. And and because if you yeah, say it's, that, it's, it's a hard yeah, one. Isn't it? say that, surely Bellator will go. Yeah, we'll get him for one fight or whoever. Cage warriors, whoever it is, yeah, you know. And is it isn't like is it like an accumul cumulative effect? Like, because like I know Anderson Silva didn't actually start in the UFC since what he was thirty, thirty one, yeah, first. But he said fourteen years. Him versus someone else who's gone fourteen years is a different effect because so you couldn't necessarily put a timer on it as such or mm. a series of like you can't say oh you've a ten fight limit or something like that because there's so many different fighting styles and. Like it was probably Khabib. Like I don't think the man's bled in the UFC. Khabib was Khabib has never been knocked down or cut in an MMA fight in his entire career. Like, um, I know what you mean in the sense of of the the styles. Like, um, 
But then at the same time, Dana White's sitting there afterwards and he's like, I shouldn't have let him fight. Like, now, I personally, I stayed up much fight. Like, I, I don't think he looked that bad. He won the first two rounds and then was caught late in the third round, which kind of carried over to the fourth. And that's what kind mm. of took him out. Like, but, the, like, the, the, the way I kind of think of it is like, there's people that are 35 that should be yeah. retiring. Do you know that kind of way? So it it probably does need to be done, like you said, on a case by case, as opposed to you're okay, right? You're forty now, or you're thirty five, or you're whatever. Like it's not like fucking retirement. Like sixty five, pensionable age. Out, you, out, you, yeah, out you get led. But um, I don't know. It was just kind of. It was like he's one of them that you you do nearly kind of wish them to retire yeah. like do you know that kind of like same way bj penn was bj penn keep i think he's yeah. still fighting and like diego sanchez and, and people like you're just watching these lads just getting chained out yeah and like and you're just going please stop. why do they keep like, fighting? Please like, what's the re- like ufc could definitely reward them by making them the coaches on the on the shows and stuff like that like why do yeah the yeah, like, fire, is it? yeah but it's like saying, and yeah, keep okay, so like, but, but, okay, keep fighting because they start fighting. If that okay, makes sense, well then you're the same a, reasons. Yeah. You're you're an association footballer, like you not generally, yeah. you know, thirty four, thirty five. You'll see them. They just know. Like, is it an education thing? Like, do like rugby is the same. Rugby, okay, it's a little bit longer because it's probably not as intense. But like, what? What? What is it? You say rugby wasn't as intense. They're taking bigger hits, but the movement is slower and stuff like that. Like, you'll see. Yeah, but regularly rugby see players. Rugby player go to 36. Anyway, sorry. The point. My yeah. point being, yeah. rugby players don't have as long a career as a football player. But is, keep talking. Is it, keep is talking. It an education piece where uh, the fighters need to be not be told, but they maybe they're a little bit uneducated or that they don't think that they're they, they still think they're un, invincible, invincible. Yeah, but but I think when you look at it as an average. There's not a tremendous amount of lads who are up there in that mm. 40, 45 bracket who are still going. There's outliers in every sport when you look at it that way. Like, are you telling me that, like, say we're looking at NFL, that, like, they should turn around to Tom Brady and be like, here, you retire right fucking now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 just silly, like, um, but it's, it's, it's a... Yeah, yeah. 42 and is still one of the best fighters in the division like you know that kind of way yeah you've got just body depends. shapes as well yeah kind of yeah. yeah and steroids <laughs> <laughs> sorry jesus christ just, cre- just crept out of my body there um yeah that, that's that's basically the ufc um well the point i wanted to make on the ufc this again um actually no it's not bryce mitchell fought last night as well uh the man known as as tug nasty he um if you, i'm gonna actually put up his some of his best interview moments on the story this week because the man has four fights in the UFC he's undefeated but after every single fight he got on the mic and was like Reebok I want camo shorts so he has this particular he's like the proper Arkansas hillbilly like but you know that duck (laughs) that like duck you you know like the duck yeah exactly he wanted that camo and they finally gave him the shorts last night so it was a, it was a big moment for everyone involved so a lot of moments going on last night last night too, see. but uh, that, that was another one I'm going to put out in the story this week um, 
How long do I have left? A wholesome 90 seconds. That's better a go. shame. Um, I'm just going to rash this one now. Um, Usyk Chisora was last night as well. Um, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, Usyk's first fight at heavyweight. Um, or second fight. can't remember. He looked quite good. Um, a little bit undersized for heavyweight. Um, lost for kind of two, three rounds. But then Clash shined through. Beach Azora, fairly handily on decision. Um, he looks to be the next man for Joshua, which could be a very, very good fight. Um, I just think he needs to put on a little bit more size. Uh, Coach, you strike me as a man who likes Can't Andy stand. Joshua, do you? Can't stand. Really? I'm a, I'm a fury man. Oh, we'll go into, we'll go into that because you strike me as a man. He's Joshua. fighting a couple of weeks, two, um, two, three weeks. Yeah, yeah, he is, yeah, yeah. Um, Please God, he'll get a bad, bad. Yeah. Go on. <sighs> wow, rough. Um, yeah. So Usyk looks like he's he's the dogs. Um, Chisora tough loss, thirty seven. Probably look at um, packing it in. Probably needs that rule. Also, Gervonta. Yeah. 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 Who knows? Um, Gervonta Davis also won last night. Um, he knocked out Santa Cruz, who you may remember fought Carl Frampton very recently. Not very recently, but. I think Carl Frampton's last fight and beat the brakes off him. He was stopped in the sixth round by Gervonta Davis. Um, by murder. Um, by uppercut. Uh, again, send it to the story this week if you want to check it out. Um, which is shaping up, like as I said last week, that he will fight Timo Fimo Lopez soon. And I think that's me. Oh! Gonna have to start writing out shit because I feel I just ramble, but then I have to prepare. I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm not there. Not, not, a, not psychologically invested just yet. It wouldn't um, be so rough and tumble then, though, would it? Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to go back to a point that was made halfway yeah. through that. I just want to stir yeah. a little bit shit here. Did, uh, did you say that um, association football was, was was a little bit tougher than was it tougher? More was intense. that word you used? Intense. More intense. Sorry, more intense than uh, than rugby. What I meant, was what that I meant the point that you were from a physical level? Um, I, it's it's different it's things. Right, it's, yeah. Um, I think we agree. Whether it's you just more fair. Like, don't get down. Don't go Callahan. Top level monster. And then moves across, plays a little bit of a lesser level in England. It gradually just filters back to, what, 36 years of age, I think, maybe? I think the forwards get longer than the backs, don't they, usually? Uh, no, but they I, come, I, on, they come no. on a lot later. As That's in, what I'm saying. It's a, it's a lot shorter of a career. Yeah, but you're, you don't play at the top level till a lot later. Like, yeah, absolutely. You yeah. might make your debut um, 22, 24 or whatever. It's also a, a thing with rugby as well, is that they do... Because players developed a little bit later, they do tend to push the education boat and tend to have players with degrees by the time they get to the age of playing professional rugby. Like, um, whereas, like, I mean, if you're good enough, you'd be playing the Premier League at 16. I know there's plenty to have. Absolutely. Like, you look at Rooney and stuff like that. So, one point just actually on the rough and tumble. Shizora, we mentioned that you think he might yes. have to pack in and he might, he should be thinking of it. But yeah, we're not saying that about Anderson Silva. Um, I would argue that based off performance mm. though yeah. I don't think Cesar looked great um, he was in probably the best shape I've seen him in in, in quite a few fights 
But um, reaction just yeah, like he he he. Chizor nearly gets away with it because he's so like he's the tough bloke. Do you know that kind of way? Like he'll take five to six to give one back. Like do you know that kind yeah. of way? And I think what saved Chizor last night was the fact that Usyk he had three stone on Usyk. Um, which kind of saved you in heavyweight boxing in the sense that I think if he had a boxed AJ um, last night, he'd have been out there in the sixth, seventh, personally. Or even Usyk in two fights time when he kind of gets, when he fills out in heavyweight a little bit more. Um, yeah. I don't, like, it's I just that point you did bring up, though, about the fighters and should we be making them retire? Like, it does... It does ring true. Sometimes it's sad to watch, yeah. like because I, 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 you reminded me there now. Um, when we were discussing it last time, like, like watching Chuck Liddell get battered by Tio Ortiz was like it was heavy, like but, do you know that kind of way. And, but like Chuck, you know, Chuck kind got of, to a point where it was like his brain was just saying, "You've taken too much damage. I'm taking you out of it." Um, they do say that that's what happens, yeah. though. You only have so many, and then there's shots that would never knock. Yeah. Yeah, like Anderson Silva's another one. He had a tremendous chin, like a couple of years ago. Like if you look back at his fight with what's his name? Oh, he fought Bisping. Can't think of his name. It'll come to me. But he basically just lets him punch him in the face. Like lets him for Prime. triple punches. And then sorry, I got crashed there. Um, but that basically. He he was he let someone punch him in the face a few times, uh, in in fights before, and then he was knocked out once, and then ever since then, not that he's chinny, but he goes down quite he, not easily. That's yeah, bad time to say. Getting punched in the head by a professional fighter, but shots that you'd look at from before, and you'd be like, he'd have been fine getting hit with that five years ago. Tony Ferguson for me is what I was gonna say is a prime example of someone who's gonna need to be told to stop fighting. Tony Ferguson's 36. I know. But he's like, he, you know, he is going to get to a state. Like, I remember watching um, a documentary on Sonny Liston. And he was like, as big a name as Sonny Liston was in boxing, he was sleeping in the basement of a gym in Philadelphia. He had not, um, no, not a penny to his name. And he was dying of dementia. And it was like the saddest thing I ever watched. And it was, he literally, he, he got punch drunk because he just kept fighting. Yeah, Ali was Ali's Alzheimer's was induced by getting punched ahead, wasn't it? Yeah, but no doubt it was. But I think it was just Ali kind of. I think he still had security all the same, if that makes sense. He uh, financial yeah, security. Like Sonny yeah, Liston had nothing. Yeah. And you've got nothing. Mike Tyson fighting again before Christmas as well. I see Mike Tyson is secured. Do you know that kind of way? Like he has. Yeah, I don't think he's fighting for money. Like, but it's it's like I said to you earlier on. It's it's like these people. Like, you don't have to tell. Like, you wouldn't tell your fucking elf lad who likes going out golfing on a Tuesday. Like, he's always going to go golfing. Do you know what I mean? That's what he's done. That kind of is to them. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I suppose the difference in like say a footballer that gets old, you just get dropped. Yeah, you yeah. put the people relying on you, whereas in an individual sport like boxing or MMA. It's kind of your own, up to your own devices. You're the one who has to pick when to stop. Yeah. But at the same time, you 
should probably take on Maybe. other people's advice. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to say though. Because I'm sure if you looked at a lot of these people's brands, I'm like, I'm sure everyone has a little bit of... A bit of CTA. But a C, bit of CTA in, in, in a sport like that. But like, I'm sure they're not as bad as you'd think. Or maybe they're worse. You no. don't know. You'll, you'll, you'll never know. Like There could be somebody there who is in the prime of their career like who, with much worse CTA than Anderson Silva. But you'd never say it. Do you know what I mean? Just because they're not showing it. Hard to say. Who knows? Um, fair enough. Dalvin Cook just got it. There, what's going on? Um, I've made me fancy. Uh, are we getting else to add from the weekend that's just been? The only thing I'm going to say to you is I'm not getting into the <laughs> the, the Irish performance last night because it still irks me. But uh, any of our rugby league fans, you- State of Origin is on Wednesday morning. 10 o'clock it's on the next three Wednesdays so you can watch that when you're planning to work set your alarm Jan set your I'm alarm I'm sure we have a, a, a listener two um, who will be up for that one yeah or two well why doesn't Berg take us home we're gonna we're gonna we leave it there will we Jans okay spot on thanks for listening everyone um, as always the Sasquatch has uh, has been the glue of this whole operation. Just holding us together. Calling out the coach. Um, the coach, he's been f- fine, as as always. Very, very awkward. Um, and I have been Beric Dunderian, the greatest man to ever, ever, ever live. <laughs> no, I was just going to say uh, I feel very bad for Coach for uh, the Wi-Fi issues he encountered in part one and him on a probation period as well Yeah, it's tough I didn't want to say it on air but um, guys, enjoy these last couple of podcasts with the Coach because who knows it could be his last Anyway um, And at Christmas I'll have my own podcast been... Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Eric plug here Who? We'll have the doctor back next week. Hopefully, he's feeling a little bit, uh, a little bit better. Other than that, please follow us on Instagram. Um, has the name has the name on Instagram changed? Yeah, yeah. it has. Follow us on Instagram, the Bust of Barstills. Um, I've been Beric. He's been Sass. That's been the coach. Thank you, good night. Much love. Take care. <laughs>